gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is uh, Sloppy Steve. We'll just go with that today. <laughs> and joining me as my co-host is Delicious Dwayland Davis. Hey, everybody. And wow, what a week. Yeah. 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 This has been uh, absolutely crazy because we were originally planning on more or less doing a review of Clash of the Castle. And which was a, which was a really good show, I thought it was. Um, you know, I don't I don't think it was the perfect show, but I do think I did have one person say they thought it was like um, an episode of Raw, and I'm like, it was no, it was more than that. I mean, it I, wasn't like the. I thought five it was star. better than that. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like. I mean, it wasn't WrestleMania or the Royal Rumble or anything like that. But I mean, it was. I mean, it was a solid show. Yeah, I mean, exactly. there wasn't. I don't recall any bad matches. Most everything I saw was either at least good. Several of them were above, like mm -hmm. um, Sheamus and Gunther. Yep. That was ex that was exactly what I expected it to be. Brutal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love the standing ovation for Sheamus at the mm -hmm. end. Um, I like that Imperium is back together. That gives SmackDown another tag team. Uh, you know, in their ranks. Um I thought the six woman tag match at the beginning of the show uh was excellent. Uh Roman and Drew, I mean, we expected a good match. I think they I think that for me they far exceeded what I expected between mm -hmm. the two of them. Um even with uh Solo uh Sokoa interfering at the end, you knew there was going to be some kind of interference somehow. So, and it makes sense that it's it was the Usos little brother that that did it. So uh I mean, would it have been cool for Drew to win, you know, in the UK? Yes. But for me, it still made sense right now to keep to keep it on Roman. Yeah. I, my prediction is I think Roman will keep it until Mania when Cody beats him for it. Okay. I think I think Cody's gonna win the Rumble. And then Cody's going to challenge Roman for the titles. Cody beats Roman. Roman takes a little time off, which would be well-deserved. I mean, he's already two-plus years. I've, I've heard he's actually already taken a leave of absence. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I know he's not going to be at Extreme Rules. Right. So I know, I know that. Uh, he'll be back for Survivor Series, and then he probably won't be there for the next pay-per-view. Be back for the Rumble. So... But no, I thought Clash at the Castle was a pretty solid show. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and see, I, like I said, I thought we were just going to do a review, <coughs> a review of that. And I haven't even had a chance to watch the AEW pay per view. And you sent it to me, but I haven't had a chance to. I haven't finished it yet. yet. I am at um, Jericho and uh, Danielson, is yeah, the I mean, match that just I've, started. I've heard the show was good. From what I've seen, there was, from what I've seen, everything has been really good to, really good to excellent. Like the, um, the trios title match was fantastic. From what I've seen so far, best match of the night. Um, the casino ladder match was really good until the weird stuff they did at the end. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Spoiler alert, but the 
the the Joker came out. This was after uh, Oakley Hathaway climbed the ladder, pulled the pulled the chip down, and then the Joker comes out, which he comes out to "Sympathy for the Devil" by Rolling Stones, which is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> my favorite Rolling Stones song. Um, he comes out to that. He's wearing the whole you know the whole get up. He's covered head to toe. Everybody knew who it was because the walk, you know, you can hide under a mask and clothing and everything, but you can't change how you walk. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he came out, got the, halfway, gave him the chip. So he wins the match without actually having to be in the match, pretends to take the, the hood off and then does, wags the finger like, no, 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 not yet. Um. And then of course it was it was it was MJF. You know yep. he takes it off at the end after Punk wins the title, um, which I did not agree with. But uh, yeah, yeah, when I saw that Punk had won that, I was like, "Are we seriously, you know, going with this?" I mean, he's injured. I mean, they already showed he's injured. Then he injured yep. himself more in the match. Yeah, he uh, like he's just coming back from a broken foot, surgically repaired broken foot. Um. Then loses the title, you know, loses the title to Moxie in the unification match, regains the title at the pay-per-view four days later, is injured again. He did a uh, tope suicida outside the ring, tore his tricep, I believe they're saying, hmm. which is going to require surgery. He will be out more than likely eight or nine months. Um here's my thing and this is as far as wrestling goes yes i realized that bringing cm punk back was a jolt to you know a boost to AEW's business but it was a short-term boost because his true color showed you know he he was he was like a little kid he was as good as he could be for as long as he could be mm-hmm. before the real P- cm punk reared his head all i gotta say is called it yep you called it (laughs) yep uh i thought it was cool when he came back but i was like you and i was like i was hoping he had matured right hoping yeah i mean i was hoping he would at the same time i was hoping he had i was hoping he had matured in the seven years he had off uh i'd hoping i'd hoped that he had gotten that chip off his shoulder you know expecting everything to revolve around him but obviously he is not because anybody who doesn't know now he has uh, been stripped of the world title. Mm -hmm. Uh, From what I understand, he's serving a suspension and will more than likely not be back to AEW. And where's he going to go? Because he's going to go home is what he needs. I mean, because think about this out of the big four. Yeah. There's WWE. He's not going to go back because Nope. He ran his mouth about Triple H. Yep. And, and Triple, Triple H, H, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Triple H's and, wife. I mean. Yeah. And Triple H ain't, ain't like Vince McMahon who would say, you know no. what? No. Because Triple H is going to look at it like, I don't need you. You, yeah. you need us. I don't need you because I've already got stars over here. Um, AEW, of course, now after he, you know, showed his rear end at that press conference. He really did. And I, I, I finally got to see the complete thing. It was just ridiculous. And one, not behavior 
of somebody who thinks he's the top, the top star in the company, right. which for personally, I don't feel that he's the top star in the company. I feel that that title either needs to go to three people, MJF, John Moxley, or Kenny Omega. Those yep. are, those are your top tier guys. CM Punk. Yes. Is he a household name? Yes. Was he a big star at one time? Yes. He came back to AEW. He had some good feuds. You know, he did some good stuff. But I never agreed with him taking the belt off Hangman to put on Punk. It was one of those. Hangman. And then you have him drop the title to Punk. Punk's been there not even a year yet. And they're already giving him the world title. He breaks his foot three days later. On Rampage, on a Dynamite, we get the interim world champion. In total, CM Punk has been a two-time AEW world champion and has probably been champion for 10 days or less. Yeah. Because he wins it. He beats Hangman and wins it. So that's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's four days. He breaks his foot on that Wednesday. Then he comes back in the match against Moxley. Loses that match. Yep. So that's five days. Take that back. Well, CM, Punk four, yeah. been, CM Punk has been world champion for six days. Yep. Over two but, over two reigns. Because well, he, first, first one it was taken because he got injured. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't win it again until this past this past Sunday. Sunday, and then two and days then, later, yep, he was stripped and then from him. Yep. And then he was stripped on Wednesday. Oh, so, so three days. So seven days, a week. Seven days, a week. Yeah. A week He's, cumulative. A yes. week, yeah. two reigns a yeah. week. Yeah, and it's I like mean... you just devalue. And I mean, I get the injury was unfortunate and you know badly timed. Of course, here's the thing too: CM Punk, is 43, 44 years old, has not wrestled in seven years. If you haven't wrestled in seven years and you make a comeback, you have got to change certain things that you do in the ring. Diving outside the ring. Is not a smart move when your body's not used to doing that night in and night out. By the out. way, Edge, are you paying attention? Exactly. And, per, and prime example, because Edge yeah. was trying to do the same things he did before. It's like, yep. dude, it's been 11 years. Yeah. you know, And it's like, you've got to dial that back. Like, he broke his foot doing a dive, some kind of dive, in, um, when he won the world title the first time. Um, and then, you know, in the press conference, he's talking about you know, I'm old and I'm beat up and I'm tired and I work with a bunch of children. And it's like, you do know that all of these guys are wrestling full schedules. They're working mm-hmm. AEW, they're working independent promotions. Yes, you know, they are. They're doing, they're working all the time. And you're breezing in, working a dynamite, maybe a rampage and a pay per view. I mean, you're working Brock Lesnar's schedule. Yes. And I don't feel like you get to criticize anybody and call them children, you know, just because they're younger than you and you may not agree with, you know, how they work or whatever. All this stemmed from he took issue with some points that Hangman Page made in a promo leading up to their title match. 
my thing is this. CM Punk has always prided himself on not doing scripted promos and shooting from the hip and things like that. But don't dish it out if you can't take it. Exactly. And we'll discuss that and and plus a lot more. You know, but first I want to go ahead and give, you know, well, here we are like 15 minutes into it. I want to go ahead and My give bad. Our, I just got to oh, go. No, you're, oh, no, I would, I, you know, no, you, you were in a rhythm. I was like, I'll just, I'll just let the man keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you just can't, you can't just interrupt a groove, <laughs> you know, uh, but I want to go ahead and give our, our uh, contact listing info. If you'd like to email the show, it's podcast at gmail.com. You can always find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash armchair booking podcast on Instagram. Also at armchair booking podcast on Twitter at booking armchair on, uh, at, on TikTok at armchair booking podcast. You can find us on YouTube. It's the only video platform that I know of that we're on. But as far as audio platforms go, we're on just about every audio platform you can think of. If we're not there, let one of us know, or you can let both of us know, let somebody mm-hmm. know. That way we, we can do whatever we can to get ourselves added. We also have merch, tpublic.com slash arm user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast. You can find Joylan on Twitter at fat underscore daddy 73 because he is the fat daddy. And as long as he's <laughs> fat daddy, he also has big mama and they have their own yep. YouTube channel and TikTok named big and fat. And I have my other podcast called uh, cubicle chat. You can find that Twitter at cubicle underscore chat. And speaking of which, um, I actually make the announcement here. I was going to put it on Facebook, but I'll let, I have a new co-host on that. Uh, the guy who's been on the last three episodes, got a Mike stall, or as I just call him Mikey stall. We were, <laughs> we were stationed together in England many years ago. And, you know, it just, um, perfect guy to talk about like entertainment and things like that, cool. you know, and he actually didn't have a lot going on. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> You know, because he's no longer in the Air Force, and and he actually he lives in Maryland now. He's working, working out there, and him and his wife are there. And uh, and he said, "Yeah, I'm not doing anything Wednesday nights." You know, so yeah, invite me anytime you want to. Then I was like, you know, it's one of the things. It's like it's a lot more fun to kind of bounce mm-hmm. ideas, you know, things yep. off somebody. You know, so and so he may end up being part of our empire. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, yep. So, and I do believe I've mentioned everything but our stuff. Mm-hmm. I believe so. And I will mention to uh, give some announcements about some friends of ours, like Ted, the Hillbilly Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because speaking of empires, you know what I said? You know, we're just kind of following his footsteps. Yeah. He is now part of the Smacked Raw podcast team. Oh, really? Yep. Cool. Yep. Um, he was on their podcast and they've been on his podcast, but now they're, they're he's actually part of their team. Oh, okay. Forward. So, uh, and man, they're like all over the place as far as like their locations because he's mm-hmm. in North Carolina. Yeah, one of them's in Tennessee, another one. I, yeah, they're not all in the same location. Oh, okay. And and also TNC Sports Talk, they were never off the air, but Justin, him and his, he's because he's running solo now with the um, the throw in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the throw in, throw in with Justin uh, because he got a contract with ESPN, and now the contract you know is um over right i think he's just going like for three months and so he's working another one but you know in the meantime you know he's back doing daily stuff because he couldn't put out daily stuff while he was under con- the contract with the- with them because mm-hmm. he had obligations with them so it's like he could not use the name as far as i understand i mean i, I could just be talking on my rear end too but you know um but now he's kind of back doing a daily show Eastern time, nine o'clock in the morning to 11. Okay. And, 
and th- his show today, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be giving you a shout out <laughs> um, because he does not like CM Punk. And if you go and watch, uh, well, you can kind of, it's just, it's, it's even on YouTube, it's all audio. Mm-hmm. But if you were to go listen to it and, and if you were to see like the live chat, because you can see, you can actually put up, I, I, I put on there, it's like, man, don't sugarcoat it. Just tell, tell us how you feel, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because yeah, he does not like CM Punk. And he even said that a couple of times. He does not like CM Punk. He cannot stand CM Punk. And he was kind of going off about it, kind of like what we've been, you know, talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to think, you know, this was, we intended on this being a review of Clash of the Castle and maybe the other ones, uh, because we didn't record Monday. Monday was Labor Day. And mm-hmm. we decided, you know what, that's a day off, family day. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll just go ahead and, and make, call it. We just won't record. You know, cool. And I needed some sleep. <laughs> and, and the next day, my wife had a her follow up doctor appointment. They pulled her staples out. Mm, okay. uh, she's she's still in some pain, but at least she said she was finally able to go take a shower. That's good. Yeah, because you know she wasn't while she wasn't able to while she had the staples in. Right. Uh, I don't know if I sent you the pictures or not, but mm-hmm. well, no, she yeah, yeah. she yeah. So also she posted on my Facebook as well. <laughs> um, but. You know, so she's getting better, but she's still, it, it, she's got a little ways to go. I mean, mm-hmm. they still, still said no bending, lifting, twisting for, you know, at least a couple more months, mm-hmm. which is going to make her trip down to Orlando with my son at the Ooh. end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. So my son's going to have to help her is like going through the airport and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, but I will say this about Clash of the Castle. So let me pull up my notes about that one that i actually had um and i do have quite a few notes um i mean and i didn't go match by match but someone just kind of questions i said the commentators mentioned the indie organizations because did mm-hmm. you catch, yeah I, I mean that was like okay because vkm there is no other organization besides nope us. nope and the crowd was just loud oh I yeah mean, the crowd was great that's one of the hottest crowds I've seen in a while. Yeah. Especially when, a WWE crowd. Oh, and you know, when, when they said it was 60 some odd thousand strong, you know, I don't think there was an empty seat. Oh, I don't think so either. It was, uh, it was packed in there. Yeah. I mean, and you verified that SummerSlam cause you were there. Mm-hmm. Lucky, but you, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you verified there was a lot of empty. Oh yeah. Empty half, half that, you know, at least. Almost half that stadium was empty. And Everybody been... was pretty much on the hard cam side. There was a few people on. The, there was some people on the sides, but the back side of the ring from the hard cam. No, it was it was just tarped over. It was mm. completely empty. And I don't know how many people Nissan Stadium holds. But... Sixty, um, almost sixty-seven thousand, I think. And that's to watch a football game mm-hmm. yeah i think they had more seats you know a few thousand more yeah for wrestling uh, yeah and it was they actually they no i think it was six i think it holds almost sixty-eight thousand. they the actual attendance was thirty-eight thousand and some change of course wwe inflated mm. it and said it was forty-eight thousand and some change but it was about it still 10, isn't but it, yeah, still wasn't. They were still twenty thousand seats off. They were still twenty thousand people off from. So I mean, that. 
so the actual thing was around 55% capacity. They were advertising it at around maybe 65, 70% capacity, which mm-hmm. is still, that's a lot of capacity you're missing. Yeah. And wow. Oh, but Drew looked even bigger than normal before the match. I don't know why. I mean, he just looked. Yeah, he looked, he looked massive. Like a, yeah. And, Roman, and, not, and not that he's small, but man. Yeah. And Roman's selling in this match was fantastic. Like, yeah. he honestly looked like he was worried he was going to lose the title. And, I mean, the match, I mean, we knew it was going to be brutal. But we knew it was going to be a good brutal, well, a brutal with some good moves thrown in as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they mentioned since Roman won the title 734 days ago, there have been 55 other title changes in WWE. Yep. And I'm like, okay, first of all, that's an indication you change your titles too much because that's yeah. only a little over two years. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're talking like just over or just mm-hmm. under, yeah, two years. Yeah, just over two years because he won it on my birthday two years ago. Mm-hmm. And how many of those were the 24-7 title? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so the 24-7 title, I mean, they've had that thing switch hands 10 times in a day. Mm-hmm. And but then again, Dana Brooks, she's held it now for like three months. So yeah, I think she may be the longest reigning. Uh after or around because Gronk, his was an accident. <laughs> because yeah, he, yeah. You know, he won it and then COVID happened. He's like, Hey coach, I got this belt. I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but I also put at least they finally acknowledged that Drew's actual hometown is four hundred miles away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually did a Google map search and I went like air Scotland to, um, to Cardiff mm-hmm. and it was 398 miles. Wow. So I was like, wow, that looked pretty good. Um, I said, Roman actually showed some pretty good wrestling moves and I said, mm-hmm. but maybe because he's against somebody other than Brock. Yeah. And you know, the sad thing, Brock Lesnar is a national le- collegiate level champion. Yeah. So you would think he would do more than the three moves that he does. Yeah, he was the you know the NC, the two thousand NCAA heavyweight champion. I mean yeah. the dude the dude can wrestle. It's just getting him motivated to do it. Yeah, uh, Karrion Cross showing up I thought was kind of unnecessary. It's like they show him, and then they I, just kind of walked away. From yeah, him. I get, I get why they did it because I'm sure that's going to be Drew's next feud. Uh, but I think they just could have went about it a little different. I think, yeah, it was just kind of weird, especially him throwing a water bottle at him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, to distract him. And it's like, come on, this is carrying cross. He's supposed to be a killer. You know, if anything, he should have jumped him outside the ring when the ref wasn't paying attention or something, you know, exactly. Um, Austin Theory trying to cash in but getting clocked by Tyson Fury. <laughs> funniest moments of the night. That was hilarious. <laughs> like, oh man, he just drilled him. So I mean, I have a feeling they're doing that. They're using Austin Theory. He, he got his first name back. Yep. Yes, he did. Um, did they say that during the match, or is it on Raw? That oh no, it was. It Kevin, was on Raw. Yeah. Kevin yeah, Kevin Owens Saint, did that. Yeah, Kevin Owens was like, "Oh, I can call you Austin again. You got your name back." <laughs> Kevin Owens is so, he's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, I was like, but yeah, him getting clocked. I mean, they're, they're just using him as like comedy now. He's going to keep mm-hmm. trying to cash in and it fails. No. Um, and then if I didn't know who that was, 
on the outside of the ring who actually interfered, I'd say that's one of the, that's an Uso because he looked like spot on. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, he's yep. not one of the twins, but he no. could have been. Yep. Um, because all you saw was the face, and I'm like, yep, that's the, you know, that's um, what is their last name? It's not Anawaii. Um, um, Fatu. Fatu. There we go. Oh, duh. Fatu and Samu. Um, it, now I'm wondering, is Tyson Fury returning? Um, one of the things that it's, it's not funny, but it is when Dominic, when he crotch kicked edge and his shoe got stuck. Yeah. Or his shoe got stuck. And then yeah. when his, um, edge's face too, was like, yeah, he's like, he's just looking at him like, why? You know what it reminded me of? You ever seen another 48 hours? Yes. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. When Nick Nolte shot him and threw the yeah. shoulder at the very end, he's like, shoot it. Eddie Murphy's like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what that reminded me of. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. I haven't watched it in a long time. I used to, I, I used to own actually, it. I don't know. I, I actually prefer it. that one to the to the the first one. Oh, same here. So, and the first one's good. You know, um, I, I like the first one. Yeah, I, I prefer the second one. Um, yeah, Seamus, he was a bloody mess in an unsurprisingly brutal match. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, good match, and like you said, the standing ovation was. Um, I thought that was great. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of, um, it's almost like the same treatment, like they give the big show because before yeah. everybody was, yeah, kind of squashing on them. And now all of a sudden they're, mm -hmm. you know, they're wrecking them again. And, and I like that. So, uh, Liv Morgan's clean win was kind of a surprise. That was um, crap. I was, uh, saying some not nice things at my TV when I was, <laughs> don't, Shana blame, Baszler don't blame the TV. Yeah. Shayna Baszler should have <laughs> won that match. I'm sorry. You know, yeah. all it did was make it look like, yeah, she pinned her clean, but she got her butt kicked 90% of that match. She, mm -hmm. again, she survived. She, she escaped. Lucked, she lucked out. Yep. She escaped with the title. This is not how you build a credible babyface champion. No. Um, I mean, that, that's how you can build a, a tag team because you got to have Ricky Morton selling. Exactly. You know, and yeah, then on the high tag, but yeah, you build a babyface tag team. You build a sniveling heel that way to where mm -hmm. they survive. Triple H made a made a career for a few years when he held the world title, escaping with the championship. It works yep. for a heel. It does it work does, for a heel. It doesn't work for your white meat babyface to be yeah. just simply escaping with the title when and she's flair. Yeah, Flair used to do it all the time. Yes. But when you're obviously overmatched, when she's obviously overmatched, I mean, she's had two matches with Ronda Rousey. First was a cash-in. We'll, we'll exclude that one because that's right. the element of surprise. But then the first, you know, the, the one at SummerSlam, she taps out before Ronda's pinned. Ref doesn't yes. see it. So she escapes with the title. Clash at the Castle. She beats Shayna Baszler. She escapes with the title. How much longer can they book her this way before the crowd completely turns on her? I think they're trying to start trying to portray her as like the underdog who always pulls out a, a win, but she's not Mikey Whipwreck. Let's not do no, this. Yeah. Yeah. She's not Mikey Whipwreck. It's not, yeah, it's not going to work that way. My, Mikey. Yeah. And Mikey Whipwreck made, you know, he made his ECW but, career, but that was his gimmick. I mean, winning, winning in spite of everything. Yeah. Right. Like one time he fell on top of somebody and pinned them. 
and won the world heavyweight title. <laughs> right. And, and but like you said, that was the gimmick. Her gimmick is supposed to be this, you know, this scrappy, never say die fighter who has, you know, persevered through everything in her career to get to the main event scene. If she's beating people, then she needs to be she needs to look credible while she's doing it. And they sh- what killed her was having her do the tap. Yep. If they'd have timed the it right and did the tap at the same time the referee counted three, none of this would have been an issue because it would have just been the referee didn't see it, and that's the end of the story. But with her tapping before the three, it just makes her look weak, and it look, yep. it makes it look like she got away with one. She got, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, uh, the, the six-woman match was really good. You know, like yes. you're saying, I mean, it definitely set the pace. Uh, but I didn't really see the point in the match unless it was to put Bailey over as, like, fully returned. I think, it, I think it was to set up her and Bianca, basically, but because I she think- pinned, you know, she pinned Bianca. So now she can say, I've already beaten you once. So and that she has been saying that. Yeah, and she's like, I've already beat you once. So if and when I choose to challenge for the title, I'll beat you one way or another. And I like how she moved EO and Dakota Kai up front. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> that's how you do it. <laughs> that, yep. That's gonna be a good faction right there. Yeah. You know, and Triple H, I've I mean, because he he started as a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. He knows you don't just make a team, split them up, make a team, split them up, make a team, exactly. Split them up, keep them continuity. Yeah. New day. That's what, why the new day are, are as good as what they are. Mm-hmm. And that's thing like, um, excuse me, the hurt business yeah. could have been, you know, oh, something my God. unstoppable. I love the hurt business and yeah. they just, Vince just broke them up and there was no real reason to break them up. Nope. Bobby Lashley said he even went to management to try to stop them from doing it. But I mean, because you look at the talent that was part of that. Yeah. yeah. Anytime mean, you have Shelton Benjamin. Exactly. I mean, come on now. I mean, at one time they had the tag titles and the world title. But I take that back. At one time they had the tag titles and the U.S. title. Bobby lo- loses the U.S. title, wins the world title. Wins the world title. And they've still got the tag belts. And then and, you've got MVP as the manager. It's like. Uh, who was the last one? Was it Cedric? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cedric Alexander. Alexander. I can not remember his last name. Yeah, so yeah, another good one. Yes, like, uh, but no, Vince is no longer there. So, um, so may, I mean, hopefully we're good and hitting in the right hopefully. direction. So, yep. uh, I will say it was. I was hoping this would happen. And I'm glad they did it. It was nice to see Adrian Street and Miss Linda recognized. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and if people don't know who Adrian Street was, you would not see the way he would carry himself to the ring and think that this man is genuinely like ridiculously tough. Yeah. And because I mean, he portrayed himself as being very effeminate and everything mm-hmm. else. And then you hear these stories and it's like, no, yeah, really that dude. And then you find out his dad was a coal miner mm-hmm. and he grew up, I mean, in a very rough area in Wales. Yeah. And so, I mean, he learned how to fight at an early age and, and, for him, and he started portraying that character when he was still in uh, Wales and England, mm-hmm. you know, in these tough areas. Like, well, if you're going to do that in those kind of areas, you better be tough, yeah, <laughs> because yeah. you're going to get in a lot of fights. Just, yep. that's just the way it was. And I was nice to see them 
Yeah, because I don't think he was ever even in the WWF, WWE. I don't think so. Um, I know they did a lot. Uh, first, when I, when I saw him as a Mid-Atlantic, and they had also been part of Mid-Southern, because Randy Savage, it's not funny, but if you think about it, it is Randy Savage actually gave Miss Linda a power driver. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, they actually had in the magazines. I mean, it was like a perfect shot, mm-hmm. like not directly in front, but just kind of off to that, that angle. Yeah. And he's got her up. I mean, uh, her head is down there, and he's about to just drop. You know, so because uh, he caught a lot of flack for that, which I'm like, mm. yeah, um, yeah. The uh, actually, I'll, I'll do my last point first, and I'll do the next point after that, and you'll understand why. I was like, okay, what is the point in the impromptu karaoke? I was like, yeah, I didn't get that. I was like, maybe they forgot to turn the camera off. That's what a lot of people are thinking because that that should have been like the after, you know, yeah. just for the people in attendance. Mm-hmm. The fan, the T-shirt. Oh Lord. Yeah. Yeah. The better father than Crispin Walk. And I was looking, I was like, oh my lord. And then all of a sudden they and they cut away from it, but it's like it's too late now. I mean, yeah, everybody's course, seen it. Yeah, it was, it was all, all over Twitter, Facebook, yep. all and oh, because that that she goes back. I met you missed something. The Rollins Riddle match was brutal. There was a bad camera work during the outside buckle bomb. Yes. Yes, and I mean, I know Kevin Dunn, he's still there. They need to change the way they do cameras because mm-hmm. the guy with the Crispin Wash shirt, because they do run on a delay because, yeah. you know, on like a seven second delay. How could they not catch that before yeah. it got broadcast out? And just like the buckle bomb messing up, had they not catch that? Of course, they showed the replay. Oh, here's what you missed. It's like, I already know what we missed. I hate that move anyway. It's dangerous. Yeah, I think it's a move that ought to, ought to legitimately be banned because they're prone heading backwards and they can't. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. already it put Sting it ended Sting's career. Oh well, yeah, she's kind of come back a little bit in AEW, yeah. but um, it hurt Finn Balor. I mean, yeah, Finn had to relinquish the Universal Title twenty four hours later. Yeah, you know, so it's actually legitimately hurt people. That move yep. needs to be kanked. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, the impromptu karaoke, and I'm like, why is they singing American Pie? I have no idea what that has to do with. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Uh, and I mean, at least Drew sang a English song, not a Welsh song, because I mean, there are some Welsh artists out there, you know, like Lemmy from Motorhead. For one. <laughs> 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 Motorhead would actually make sense, considering yeah. Triple H is the man in charge. Oh, but yeah, that was what I had for Clash of the Castle. And I, I didn't watch any of the other pay-per-views. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know what I was doing Sunday night. But, uh, I don't know. It's just been it's been some rough few weeks for me. Mm-hmm. And the next few weeks are apparently going to get even rougher. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm kind of dreading it. But, you know, we're going to get through it where hopefully I won't have to text Waylon and say, Hey, hey, dude! It's eight thirty. I'm still at the office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Hopefully, I won't have to do that. You know, because um, fortunately, my boss he knows that we do this, and he tries to get me out in time so we could, right? You know, but sometimes, I mean, it just happens, and this is like one of the worst times of the year for doing anything outside. Mm-hmm. You know, for my job, anyway, my particular position, anyway. You know, but I mean, it happens, and so we'll get through it. Right. So, anyway. But you know, everything that's happened since the Clash of the Castle, it's only been five days. Mm-hmm. And yep. it has been just non 
stops. So first, Braun Strowman returned at Raw. Mm-hmm. That was not a surprise. Um, I don't like that they did it at the detriment of the tag team division. Of the tag though. teams, yeah, that was kind of ridiculous because now yeah. I'm going, who won the match? Yeah. You know? I, I did mean, like that the New Day tried to do the old one partner pin the other one. Yeah. And win the match <laughs> because yep. that was something that WWE had gotten kind of quietly gotten rid of forever. And then they brought it back. I thought that was cool. It's not something you can use all the time. No. But every now and then in certain cases like that, but, it wor- it works out good. Well, another kind of a good thing Vince is gone because he would try to use it all the time. Oh, yeah. Vince, I worked let your work yesterday. Let's try it again. Uh, yeah. Vin, you can only watch a demolition derby so many times, man. Yep. Um, but the the Triple H and HBK have both gotten promoted. Yep. You know, um, which not a surprise for either one, just because of the positions they were already in. So it's yeah. like a like a, a natural progression. Yeah. And as much as what you know, HBK has actually been criticized in the past when it comes to tr- training. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows his stuff. Yeah. I mean, no doubt about it. So putting him in charge of that, you know, and he's not going to try to put himself over. I mean, he's trying no. to cut the people out because yeah. I mean, he, he's really not the same person he was yeah. back in. <laughs> but when D-Generation X, they were just threatening to take over the world. Now they have. They've, yeah. DJ, yeah. DX is running the company. Yeah. Which, I mean, we're like, it was just a joke, y'all. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, and think about this. Um, Road Dog, he's part of that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and let's see, Patrick Clark, also known as Velveteen Dream, he's a pervert. Oh, yeah, he's Jesus. Again, just wasted potential. So much talent, and just can't stop doing stupid stuff. Uh, yeah, because this one, I mean, he didn't get arrested for, even though he technically could, but you'd have to really have a lot of proof on it leaving his cell phone in a bathroom with the mm-hmm. camera turned on yep so he could record guys peeing yeah yep uh it's like uh, it's like i don't even want to give him props for his wrestling anymore right and then uh, he attacks a, a gym worker you know a gym employee yep. and bites the guy oh hmm Yeah, that this falls under the headline of some guy in Florida or whatever. Have you seen those? You know, mm-hmm. like the head, yeah, that weird thing, you know. Um, but yeah, because he's in Florida doing all this, and it's like, mm-hmm. dude, what is wrong with you? Oh, but anyway, back to seeing Punk. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and so I guess it was, was it right after the press conference that they had the dust up in the locker room? Yes, because Punk went on his rant about Colt Cabana. Nobody brought up Colt Cabana. He just went on a rant about Colt Cabana. He went off on Hangman Page. Went off on, you know, the Bucks and Kenny Omega, who are EVPs, literally said the EVPs are spreading lies about him and all kinds of stuff. And then basically said, if anybody has a problem with anything I said, come see me. So they they came they I went said, and saw him. Yeah, you asked. They accommodated. They came to see you. One report says that the that the Bucks and Kenny Omega kicked in his locker room door. 
But uh, several other reports are disputing that and saying that, you know, they knocked, you know, they were knocking on the door like, hey, dude, we want to talk to you about, you know, the stuff you said. Apparently, he opens the door, starts swinging. A. Steele, who's one of his best friends, is in there, throws a chair at <laughs> Nick Jackson. Uh, Kenny Omega is trying to defuse everything. A. Steele pulls, grabs Kenny Omega by the hair, bites him. So we've got a whole lot of biting going on yeah. in wrestling so, right now. So now everybody's been suspended. This was after CM Punk wins the AEW world title and the Bucks and Omega become the the first ever the trios champions in AEW. They're stripped of their titles and suspended. Punk is stripped of his title and suspended. Um, they did crown new tri- trios champions last night. Okay. Justin was, was asking and he actually asked, well, he, even though I was just commenting, he had you mm-hmm. asked, and I was like, oh, Lord, I don't know. Because sometimes yeah, it, it was, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was Death Triangle. It was uh, Pac and uh, the Lucha Brothers. Okay. Uh, as a team, they're called Death Triangle. You know what? I, I see a lot of aerial stuff there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, they went against Orange Cassidy and the best friends, ended up beating them, getting the trios title. Um, the world title is being decided in a tournament. And the tournament will conclude, I think, in like two weeks at uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium at uh, Grand Slam. Okay. That's where the finals of the tournament comes. And they picked, uh, basically, the ones they picked, uh, like Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen, uh, Hangman and Brian Danielson, Jericho and Moxley got buys to the semifinals. Um, yeah. and then that'll culminate at um, Grand Slam. I'm picking Dan- Brian Danielson to win this. You see, Moxley was supposed to be taking time off before all this happened. He's got and, some in- injuries. He's kind of well. I don't, or just... I don't know if it's injuries or if he's just wanted some time off. You know, spend time with his. You know, you know. He's he's still a new father, you know. He's got, yeah. and uh, I don't know if it was that, but like him and Jericho, neither one were scheduled to be at Dynamite before everything had to be changed because of the dust up after the pay per view. Dummies, so, yeah. <laughs> and like the Bucks and Omega suspended, Punk's suspended, A still suspended. More than likely, he's gone. More than likely, Punk's gone. Uh. Some people are saying that I think the elite should be gone or whatever. I don't. I mean, they founded that company. They started Mm -hmm. that company. And, you know, you can't. Do I agree with the suspension? Yes. You can't be getting into Mm -hmm. physical altercations backstage, especially when you're an executive vice president. Mm-hmm. It looks really, really it looks bad. Really bad. Yeah, it looks bad on you. It looks bad on the company. I agree with the suspension. I agree with stripping them of the titles because we don't know how long the suspension is going to be. These are brand new titles. They need to be on television. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that they should be fired. Do I think Punk should be fired? Absolutely. He should either decide for himself not to come or 
excuse me, it's not very family friendly, but Tony Khan needs to grow a pair and just yep. fire him and be done and just chalk it up as an experience. I generally don't agree with much of what Eric Bischoff says, but even Eric Bischoff said he felt sorry for Tony Khan. He said, because CM Punk is being paid a ton of money as the centerpiece of Tony Khan's company. And he goes into business for himself, not more than once, but especially mm-hmm. at a, at, at, at a, a media press conference, at yeah. a press conference after a pay-per-view with potential investors, there, potential TV boom people there, you know, potential people from Warner brothers discovery, who is the parent company for the networks that you're on, you know, and he just goes off on this profanity laden rant. Yeah. And it's like, you can't have that kind of toxicity in your locker room. You just exactly. And CM Punk is toxic. I was hoping he'd matured in the seven, seven years he was gone. He had us fooled for a little while, but then the real CM Punk showed up. I feel like Eddie Kingston is sitting in the back now going, I told y'all. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> didn't listen to me. But he needs to go. AEW was fine before him. Mm-hmm. He did not, he he does not push the needle enough to warrant putting up with his crap. Exactly. It, I don't care. I don't care what sport it is. And even something like this, you know, sports entertainment. And if mm-hmm. people don't understand that term, come talk to Amir Dwayla, we can explain it to you. Right. And because it is a sport and, but it is also entertainment at the same time, but they have, they have locker rooms for a reason. Yes. yes. You know, you have the, okay. You could call it backstage. You can call it the mm-hmm. locker room area. You can call it whatever in there. You, so you can also say, okay, you have somebody who's part of a, like a Broadway play, same thing. You know, they have their backstage area. If you have somebody who backstage, they're continually being a cancer. They're continually being difficult to work with. It does not matter how much star power they have. Eventually, it's going to get to the point where you're going to say, nobody else wants to work with them, or if they do have to work with them, they're going to do it half-butted. And, mm-hmm. you yep. know, they're not, you know, they're, and they're going to want to leave. Yeah. They will find something else, even if they have to take a lower pay because they don't want to work with the, and Kyle just said it perfectly, a malcontent. Exactly. He absolutely hit the nail on the head. CM Punk is a malcontent. CM Punk is fine as long as he's getting his way. Mm-hmm. As long as everything, as long as he's the focal point and, and everything's going his way. The least little thing that doesn't go his way, he throws a tantrum like my four-year-old would. You expect that from a four-year-old, not yes. a 44-year-old. <laughs> and throws a fit. And, you know, but Tony Khan has got to get this under wraps. Luckily for him, he has level-headed veterans like John Moxley and Chris Jericho to kind of right the ship because Moxley has shown twice now that he can be depend- he can be relied upon to carry that company through mm-hmm. uncharted waters. He did it during the pandemic when he was world champion. He did it during the summer when he was interim world champion when Punk got hurt. And not only that, but he also did it after he addressed his own personal demons, his own personal exactly. issues. Exactly. He, and, he, he took accountability 
for his issues, took the time that he needed to get well, came back, acknowledged it, and then proceeded to have some of the best matches of his career. Yep. And I just sent you a text, and I'm pretty sure you've seen this at some point today, uh, but it was comparing CM Punk to Sheamus. And there's seven points, you know, kind of comparing and contrast them. Uh, CM Punk is 43, Sheamus is 44. CM Punk cries like a little <laughs> after every event. Sheamus goes to the goes pub, to the pub. <laughs> after every event. Like, you know, yeah. um, CM Punk refuses to put over younger talent. Sheamus will put over Vince McMahon a faster. I mean, yep. that's the truth. Um, CM Punk, nobody cared even after he won the world championship. Sheamus received a standing ovation even after losing for a mid-card title. Mm-hmm. Now, and this is all in you know the past five days. Uh, five. Blades be- because cannot take a real beating. Sheamus takes a real beating for our entertainment. I mean, and you, yeah. you saw how just his chest, oh. it was nasty. I mean, his chest looked like hamburger meat. I it mean, did. it was just like raw. raw. You, you just went to Kroger and got yourself a pack of hamburger <laughs> meat and just went. Yep. And, which I don't know how much hamburger is per pound right now, but oh my Lord, I know how much this stuff is at the deli. It was something like, it wasn't hamburger. It was like, like lunch meat. It was like $11 a pound. Mm-hmm. Yep. Woo. Anyway, number six, his enem- has enemies in the entire wrestling business. Sheamus, praised by the entire world for banger after banger. Yeah. Uh, number seven, cried his entire life because couldn't get WrestleMania main event. Sheamus did not ask for WrestleMania main event, though deserved it more than Punk. And all those points, I mean, they're spot all those on. Points. Yeah. And then Eddie you- Kingston. Go oh, ahead. Oh, Sorry, I was go going. Ahead. Oh, that, that Eddie Kingston thing. I have to. Yeah, because you sent me the. Yeah, you sent me a text with a, a tweet. I have to go. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't. I can't read the entire thing. I don't think because it is pretty long. Yeah, but yeah, I, it was pretty long, and there was some. There was a little colorful language in it, but that's yeah, Eddie Kingston. So that's Eddie Kingston. Uh, but you actually retweeted this after I screenshot it, and I was about to send it to you anyway. But which I thought was like, well, that's kind of a nice coincidence. <laughs> yeah, so we say great minds think alike, and so do me and Jalen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, somebody at underscore vanity flow, uh, Black Star is their name. So CM Punk was remembered for a pipe bomb talking about how he wished a place like AEW existed. Fast forward seven years of not doing crap to make it happen, and he ruins the structure of the place someone else took the time to build and then got mad at them for doing it. Yep. Because the thing is, when he got there, that was what he in one of his first promos. He said there was a lot of young talent in the back that he wanted to work with and yes. help elevate. Yes, he did say that. Liar. Uh, a, a year later, now it's oh, I'm I'm old and tired, and I work with a bunch of children, and blah 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 blah. You're mad because the business has passed you by. These these supposed children. Are putting off, as Seamus would say, banger after banger after banger. Yeah. And while, you know, not to say he hasn't had good matches, but his body is not holding up. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, Kenny Omega he, wrestled. At one time, he was he was he held three world titles at once: yeah. AEW, AAA, and Impact. Suffering from vertigo suffering from a back injury, a shoulder injury, multiple injuries, and still was putting on, you know, amazing matches. You know, CM Punk can't do a tope suicida out of the ring without tearing something. 
but that's the thing about sitting out for seven years and then deciding to come back and get you some spotlight. Your mind was willing, but your body's like, no, I'm no, not. We're, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we haven't just... been doing this, so I'm not. No, you're not putting me through this anymore. You know, I used to run a lot. You know, I was in the military, even mm -hmm. even when I hated running, you know, but I still did. I actually got to the point where I was starting to like running as sick as what that sounds. And I haven't done it now in nine years just because I had to give my body a break. And now also because I've figured out I have, well, I was officially diagnosed as having arthritis mm -hmm. in my knees and my back. And so really running is actually kind of out of the question. Yeah. Um. But if I were to try to do it right now at the same level that I was doing it before, when, oh, you no, tear no, something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was not a high level. I mean, yeah. Uh, but I still, would, your yeah. body's not used to it. Exactly. And you can't just force it back into that same place. And CM Punk, I mean, he thinks because he trained in MMA and he had two matches, which I think cumulative time it was like a minute and a half. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I, that may even be, you know, exact. I mean, I may be kind of overshooting how much time because the first one was like 36 seconds he was done. Yeah, and the second one went much longer. I think he may have had one more. I think he actually won, but it was like against somebody else, you know, that was yeah. obviously, you know, just probably just starting to train. Right. But he figured that MMA is not for him because he kind of embarrassed himself, to be honest with you. Yeah. And he just finally decided, okay, let me go get this wrestling thing, this new company mm -hmm. that I'm pretty sure somebody, whether it be moxley whether it be jericho whether it be brian danielson because him brian danielson i mean they go back mm -hmm. a ways i'm pretty sure they may have worn even actually even um cody Rhodes. yeah you know actually you know what here's my theory now it just now popped in my head and i'm not talking about an austin theory <laughs> cody knew cm punk in wwe because cody mm -hmm. was there for all the pipe bomb and everything else mm-hmm he may have told Tony Khan because he he really had Tony Khan's ear. I mean, because yeah, you talk about the EVPs. I mean, Cody was up there. Yeah, he may have told Tony Khan, "You're making a mistake." Mm -hmm. Tony Khan went and big fat did it anyway. If you notice, right at the time Punk came in, that's when Cody started. Mm -hmm. You know, well, I'm out. Yeah, you know, and it wasn't long after that. I mean, he didn't even try to renew his contract, and he was gone. So that may have been part of it. That's just a theory that just popped in my head. Mm -hmm. you know, it just... could be but I mean it's just uh, you've also got issue with Thunder Rosa who mm -hmm. has legitimate backstage heat with uh, apparently her and Britt Baker do not get along at all I hate um, that too because I like both of them especially Thunder Rosa I really yeah. like her but both uh, of those women are good even Tony Storm said in the press conference afterwards, Tony Storm won the interim women's world title because Thunder Rosa's out injured. Uh, she said that Thunder Rosa says that she's injured. Uh, so when she comes back and says she's not injured, we can unify the titles. Um, because there's been some speculation as to how legitimate her injury is. They think she's malingering? Uh, they think that she's... Some people think that she is playing up the, what her injury is because of the backstage heat that she has. Because she's had okay. heat with 
a few different people about being stiff in the ring, which on that, it's like some people are just stiff wrestlers. Vader got the same, you know, mm -hmm. Vader always got the same complaint. Sometimes Kurt Angle got that complaint that he was too stiff in the ring. Um, but I know she had issue with Maria Shafir. Uh, they did end up squashing that, but then her and Jamie Hayter have some issues uh, because of some uh, stiff shots Thunder Rosa took in the ring with her in a match. So I'm not sure. I would hate to think that she's just, you know, playing up an injury so that she doesn't have to work with certain people. Um, but either way, it'll be her and Tony Storm to unify the women's title whenever she's able to come back from injury. But you have that issue. You've got, you know, Punk and the Elite. Um, they weren't the only ones suspended. Like I said, Ace Steel was suspended. Uh, there was... The Young uh, Bucks, Omega, Punk, Steel, and I had it up. Christopher it Daniels. Yep. Uh, Michael is uh, a real close friend of Kenny Omega's. Uh, uh, Nakazawa. That's it. Yep, and Brandon Cutler. Yep, Brandon Cutler. Yep. So that's the only ones that are listed. Yeah, so Omega, Matt Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Yeah. Um, Pat Buck. Did you say Pat Buck? I did not say Pat Buck. Ah, I Pat forgot Buck. Pat Buck was involved in that too. They had, so they basically they had a battle royal backstage. Pretty much. And it was it was, you know, agents and EVPs and your world champion. It's just I mean, and I get, I do understand where people's point, you know, saying with the EVPs, they're pushing themselves above, you know, everybody else, giving themselves the titles. And all right, I get that point. Mm -hmm. Punks still shoot me at their bad mouthing them at the press conference. Exactly. And, and I got to think about it. Tony Khan, he's been catching also some criticism because he was quiet when that was going on. Yes. Um, I mean, he's sitting there watching CM Punk and he's just like sitting there. I thought about it. I thought about it later on. Thought about it later on. Well, he shouldn't have been nodding his head, but if he would have got up and confronted Punk right then, that would have caused even more of a stir. So That's I true. Feel he was yeah. probably going to wait and go, you know, after the, he'd be like, come here, let's have, a, let's what, have a word. What Tony Khan has to do is take take control of these live action these these live action wrestling figures that he's collected. Yeah. <laughs> And get everybody on the same page. Yeah. If and if 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 Punk, here's my thing: if Punk can't work with the Bucks and Omega and turn this thing into something that they could make the company some money with, then Punk needs to go. Because right. regardless of how people feel about the Bucks, Kenny Omega, Tony Khan, the center of the chaos, the eye of the storm is CM Punk. Yep. And in my opinion, he needs to go. He is a detriment. Right now, he is a detriment to that company. He has made that company look extremely Bush League by his yes. behavior at that press conference. And he needs to go, either of his own volition or he needs to be fired. I, I, at this point, I don't care which, as long as he's gone. I've, like I said before, 
they were fine before him, they'll be just fine after him because the talent that that company has, they'll be just fine without CM Punk. And I wonder how much Shahid Khan has gotten involved. Like, probably privately telling his son, look. Get this under control. Yeah. Yeah. Because we say, well, Tony Khan owns it. Um, Sort of. I mean, even if he flat out owns it, his daddy's still like, uh, look. Yeah. This makes you look bad, which in turn makes me look bad in my business ventures. So, get it together. Yeah. Because you're affecting the Jacksonville Jaguars, mm-hmm. and which is why they are based out of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're also affecting p- potentially Fulham, the Fulham mm-hmm. Football Club, and which is a Premier League football club over in England. It's not Champions League. I mean, it is at the top level. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, you can't control you know, your son. I mean, yeah, I know he's in his 30s, whatever, but... Yeah. You know... I love the fact that Tony Khan grew up as a wrestling fan and was able to help create a wrestling promotion and then buy another wrestling promotion when he yeah. brought yeah, and, Ring of Honor. And he helped him out. I mean, he really yeah. did. I, I love that. But at some point, he's got to stop being a fan and start being a boss. And that being a boss means well, you got to make uncomfortable decisions at times. I, I will actually change that wording a little bit. He needs to be a leader. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Um. And but yeah, I mean, but I do agree with you. Yeah, he needs to he needs to take charge. Yeah, he needs to make the the uncomfortable decisions mm-hmm. because I mean I've been in leadership positions, and the when I had people who I supervised, the thing that I hated absolute most was when I had to write somebody up for mm-hmm. something they did that was wrong. Yeah, because I'm like that means that somewhere something failed. Something yeah. you know. And was it me? Was it them? Well, if I'm writing them up, mm-hmm. there's a good chance it may have been them. Maybe right. it's like, did you not understand the communication the first time when I told you do not do that? Or if I said, hey, you need to do this, and then they didn't do it. Right. You know, or having to talk to somebody. I mean, because there were times where we didn't have to write somebody up, but when I do recall having to, me and another master sergeant, we broke our foot up in somebody's rear end because he was on the phone with some of our like higher, higher, higher echelon up our higher headquarters. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh yeah, that person, uh, yeah. On the operations floor. Yeah. They messed that up. I'll go talk to them. And we were like, did you really just throw one of our people under the bus? Yeah. Instead of just taking, you know, ownership saying, I'll mm-hmm. look into it. No, he's, and he said a name and it wasn't even. And so we pulled him aside. We're like, don't you ever bad mouth the people that are here? You yeah. know? And that's what, you know, CM Punk, he's he's got people who follow him, but he's not a leader. Right. Yep. No, because he's he is not he's not interested in the betterment of that company. He's interested in the betterment of CM Punk. Right. And you can't have someone with that menta- with that me first or me only mentality as the face of your company. Especially one that is injury prone, as he yeah. is. I mean, you can't you can't put you can't put your most prestigious championship on a guy who can't stay healthy long enough to have more than a seven day reign over two reigns. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you just can't. 
and you can't have your your can't have your world title on a guy who's supposed to be representing your company, but he's bad mouthing company employees and company executives at a press conference. At a press conference, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and this even, one thing, and even telling personal business about Colt Cabana, like he t- he told the fact that Colt Cabana and his mom share a bank account. One thing, who cares? That's yeah. Colt Cabana and his mother's business. Why are you telling this to? media outlets especially knowing that this is going to be posted on AEW's official YouTube channel that's why yeah because he's trying to get that dig in yeah for millions and millions of people to see it's going to it's being reported on by a room full of reporters and you just show out like a spoiled brat I mean because apparently you know this is AEW middle school apparently yeah because that's the that's the kind of crap you see at middle school. Oh, well, they share a bank account. Yeah. And and Cole Cabana, all Cole Cabana did, and this was eight years ago now. Yeah. He had CM Punk on his podcast. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Cole Cabana's podcast was already one of the top wrestling podcasts at the time. Yeah. And yeah, CM Punk gave it a little bit more visibility but i was already listening to cole cabana right a lot of people were too it's just a lot of people tuned in because cm punk finally broke his silence about leaving wwe and then the wwe doctor you know sued him sued sued him punk agreed to pay the legal fees for you know for that lawsuit and then didn't pay it didn't pay it yeah. And he's, you know, he's like, I've got every email that he told me I didn't have to pay the, don't worry about the the lawyer fees and all that stuff. I don't know because I haven't seen the emails, but I don't believe that for a second. I believe CM Punk just, you know, didn't honor a debt he said he'd pay. And then he got mad when Cole Cabana got mad. Yeah. And that goes, Cole Cabana is not looking like, all I did was interview him. I didn't ask, was it the doctor? He said it was yeah. the doctor. Yeah, and he had to take CM Punk's heat because CM Punk was on his podcast, right. bad-mouthing the doctor, the WWE doctor, and then CM Punk didn't pay his legal fees. Well, Coke Cabana's had all that money to pay for legal fees for something. All he did was conduct an interview. Yeah. And and then CM Punk trying to say, well, I'm the one who you know got his podcast. His podcast is already. I was already listening to. I didn't listen to all the episodes. Yeah, you know, but I did listen to. No, because I I'd heard you know I'd heard good things about Cole Cabana's podcast before CM Punk was ever on there. That's just another thing of CM Punk trying to take credit for something that he didn't do. I mean, because I remember it's Cole Cabana. That was yeah, exactly, and so. CM Punk, like you said, trying to make everything about him. It's always, mm-hmm. it's never his fault. It's everybody else's fault. Like I said, hey, Taylor Swift, sometimes it's you. Sometimes you got to look in the mirror and say, it's me. You just got to take accountability. And, but CM Punk doesn't seem like the type of person that's going to take any accountability. Yeah. I mean, now he's proven that this is, yeah, I don't know how long he was with WWE before to 2006 to 2004. 14 he came in he came in in 2006 when they um started up the uh because he was on the um ecw brand 
Okay. Then 2006. Um, yeah, and then in 2014, he left. Right after and, the, day, the, the day after the Rumble. And, you know, as petty as what we've always said Vince McMahon could be, and he can be petty. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, there's sometimes his his judgment of character was kind of spot on, mm-hmm. even if he didn't say it publicly. Yeah. And there's a reason why he didn't have CM Punk as the main event at a WrestleMania. I always thought that CM Punk should have main evented, um, should have main evented WrestleMania, but there's a lot of guys that should have main evented WrestleMania and Mm -hmm. never got the opportunity. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, you're not entitled to main event WrestleMania. I mean, right. it's, it's whoever they think is going to be the biggest draw. And he says, well, the Miz got to. You realize the Miz, at his, he stayed at this high level mm-hmm. for over a dozen years now? Well, here's the thing. The Miz was the WWE Championship nine times out of ten, always main events, WrestleMania. Yeah. See, you know, he was the world, he was the... He was the face of the company at the time. He was the WWE champion. Did they book him right? No, because he ended up being the third wheel in his own championship feud. But he was the world champion. He had earned that spot. So, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Another thing he uh, he reportedly got mad about was Kenny Omega after they won the trios title Sunday. He looked into the camera and he said, hey, everybody in the back, Try to follow that because it was an amazing match. Great match. Uh, some reports are saying CM Punk t- took issue with that. If you take an issue with one wrestler telling you to follow that, that should be motivation to go out there and give the absolute best performance that you can give. That's why guys do that. Mm-hmm. Guys do that. Guys, guys try to challenge the locker room to step their game up. It's been going on since wrestling has existed. I mean, mm-hmm. Ric Flair has said before that the horseman would have a goal of who could have the best match. Yeah. On the that, card. That's the friendly, well, I don't want to necessarily friendly competition, but that's productive competition. Yeah. And he said a lot of times, he's like, Arn and Tully would go out and steal the show in their tag match. He's like, and then I've got to follow that yeah. <laughs> in, in my world <laughs> title match. But it's, it, like you said, it's productive competition. Every sport needs productive competition. So I don't see what his issue was with that unless he knew these guys just outshined me and there's no way I can match it. Because this is how it indirectly affects everybody for the positive because they put on a great match. Next, it puts on an even better match. Okay, the next time the matches, the quality of the matches just keeps getting higher Mm -hmm. and higher and better and better which means the, there's more fans watching. And then they're selling our friends. Hey, Dwaylon, you got to check out this match. All right, mm-hmm. cool. You know, then you're saying, hey, Terrence, you know, yep. you bring your 6'9 self over here. We're going to sit down <laughs> and watch this match. You know, and then and it goes on like that. And we're like, oh, and now everybody's watching. That's how when the NWO first started. And then the Attitude mm-hmm. Era was going on at the same time, which I'm still not a fan of the Attitude Era. But there's certain, but th- there's certain but, things that I still like, but the, the era as a whole, 
it was okay for that time period. Yes. But these people that are like, bring back the attitude era, that's not going to work in today's climate. That's, that's not going to work because at that time, Limp Biscuit was also one of the biggest bands. It's the same <laughs> kind of mindset. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You know, but it brings fans, which brings more revenue for everybody. Exactly. That's gets, why you have that. I yeah, mean, it gets more eyes on your product, like you said, which puts more money in your pocket. And that's the, exactly. as Jim Ross always says, the most important thing, get to the, get to the pay window. Yeah. And you're putting a, a rear end every 18 inches. Exactly. And that's why you had those sellouts. That's why, you know, wrestling was at a huge boom back then because it was mm -hmm. all word of mouth because when yeah. I came back to Japan, talking to you and Chris, yep. you know, uh, big fat underscore big fat on TikTok, mm -hmm. eight and a half followers. He's on tour right now. I may actually see him in Cincinnati in Cool. Uh, October. Yeah, I saw he was going to be in Cincinnati. Yeah. Yep. So, but anyway, when y'all were telling me Hulk Hogan turned bad, I went, what? <laughs> and that, I mean, and that was word of mouth. Yeah. That's what brought the people in. Put on I mean, good matches. Don't get yeah. jealous because somebody had a better match than you. Step your game up. Don't, you cannot be successful if you just try to pull everybody back down. Exactly. If you try to pull everybody, everybody down so that you're, the only focal point, which is CM Punk's issue. He wants to be the only focal point, not he doesn't share the wealth. It's one of those. He wants to be the only one that eats. And right. that that's not how a productive wrestling company functions. You know, you've got to make it, especially if you're at the top, you're supposed to make sure everybody eats underneath. Exactly. Because otherwise, if people aren't going to pay to see the stuff underneath the main event, then they're not going. They're not paying to see the main event because they're not going to the show at all. Right. And when you, when all you're doing, when you're not not really doing anything, you're just trying to drag everybody down beneath you. You haven't accomplished anything. No, nothing. I you mean, know, you, yeah, you've made yourself some money, and I mean, but it's like. What else have you done? Yeah, right. you've lined your pockets, but yeah. have you made have you made the business better than you have you left the business better than you found it? Exactly, and that's any kind of position you're in, not even just wrestling, but just life in general. Yeah, any anytime you get handed you know any kind of job, any kind of project, anything, you always want to try to make it better than it was when you first got it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and just being in the military twenty years, I mean, I was in a lot of different roles. Um, and since I, even when I retired a couple years ago, I was the president of the Western Brown Coral Boosters Club. Mm -hmm. Never would have thought in a million years I would be the president of a Coral Booster Club for right. a school. But the hand to me, I was like, all right, you know, uh, and there were some things that, that needed improvement, mm -hmm. you know, because uh, the choir director and I, we talked about it and she said, okay, this, you know, let's see if we can rewrite some of these bylaws because there's a lot of things that are just vague. So I, did that. Didn't know some other things. I actually rewrote a couple more things, but I was just trying to make it better than what it was. When exactly. Yeah. You know, exactly. I, I'm not a big status quo guy. I've never, never have been. I just can't just coast. Right. And, right. and I definitely was not going to drag anybody else back down because I was put in this position. Mm -hmm. you know, I was actually voted into that position, which was still kind of blows my mind, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so trying to make it better. Carter Hendricks, our friend who graduated high school, mm -hmm. voted yep. mayor of Hopkinsville, and he improved quite a bit from what mm -hmm. I understand. Yep. You know, and now we know somebody else who is at Aletheia West. Yes, yes. He's running for mayor. 
Yep. I, I really don't know her all that well, but I mean, I'm pretty sure her goal is to. Oh yeah. She's done. She's already done a lot to try to improve things. And she's got, you know, she's got a lot of great ideas of how to improve Hopkinsville even further. And that's the kind of thing you have to do. And, but CM Punk's not interested in that. No. He's just interested in, it's like me, me, me. And it's like, you can't, you can't do that and expect a wrestling company to follow you. And, you know, exactly. You're not giving them a reason to follow you. And from what I've read, there's several wrestlers in AEW that do not want him to come back. They're completely fed up with his crap. And they're just like, they'd rather him just go and them carry on like they were before he even got there. I'm pretty sure the veterans like Sting, mm-hmm. Tully, Arn. Yep. You know, these are some old school guys that oh, yeah. will not, they won't put up with it. Now, yep. they're not necessarily in a position to fight him physically over it. Right. Um, but Chris Jericho don't care. No, Chris, Chris Jericho don't care. Yeah. Um, he was he was going to fight Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I mean, he went up to him and was ready to start throwing hands, and they had to say, whoa, 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 whoa. Randy Orton even had to say, whoa. Yeah. It, that this was, was planned. Of, yeah. This was planned. But Chris, you know, Jericho, I mean, he's fearless. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, you know, he'll he'll go up to Punk and say, you got to go. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I want to give some other uh, kind of, you know, I, well, I consider this kind of good news. There is a new wrestling podcast from the Northern Wrestling Federation. Oh, really? Cool. Yep. They have just started their own podcast and it's all about the Northern Wrestling Federation. They just had, uh, they had like a pilot, you know, kind of an introduction episode a few days mm-hmm. ago. And to, today was their first full episode. It's about 30 minutes long. It has Kirk Shepard, who was an NWF Hall of Famer. I, th- I believe he was more, mad. I'm not familiar with his work like in ring or really, I think, yes, he was mm-hmm. more of a manager, you know, but he's a Hall of Famer and Wildcat Chris Harris. Awesome. That's awesome. Yep. So, Definitely uh, have to check that out. Oh yeah, um, I can. Uh, you use Amazon? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll see if I. I know it's on Apple because that's the one that popped up in mine. Um, if actually, if you go to their, if you go to the Northern Wrestling Federation Facebook page, there's actually mm-hmm. announcement for it there, and it's on YouTube. Okay, it cool. is on YouTube, and um, because I I found out about that after I'd already listened to it, <laughs> but <laughs> but YouTube is kind of like here, you know, it's an actual video, so. Okay. Uh, and really well produced. I'm kind of wondering like who did it. I'm like, hey, can you like come give us some pointers? And <laughs> like, I mean, it, it was, yeah, they had a nice logo and everything. And, um, and yeah, I mean, it, it was really good, you know. Um, but yeah, definitely go check that out. Um, I'm trying to think what else might be going on. I, uh, well, I mean, there was just so much because like, yeah. When you sent me those rapid fire texts, I was like, "Yeah, man, that's a lot to take." <laughs> yeah, there was there was a lot. Yeah, and I was like, "Man, I don't even think I've eaten breakfast yet," and you expect me to, <laughs> 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 like, man. Uh, but yeah, it, pretty eventful week, and tomorrow night is um, Rampage. Of course, mm-hmm. I mean, we already know it's been taped. Yep. Uh, AEW has also had Nikki Victor. Apparently, she was. Back on Dark, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, she, she wrestled uh, Serena Deeb, who is one of the absolute best women's wrestlers in the world. So, okay. 
Um, Nikki Ash may be going back to Nikki, Nikki Cross. Yeah. yeah. Because they, apparently they got footage and it was, it was reported by WWE. So, yeah, you know, so you got to say, okay, she took her mask off and threw it. Um, I, the, the sad thing is I like her costume better now. I didn't mm-hmm. like like the blue and yellow where she just looked corny. Yeah. Yeah. With the all black. I'm like, okay, now that looks sinister. That looks yeah. like it'll, that'll get over. And now they're getting away from it. Yeah. Um, her and Dewdrop, I think are a good team. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I think I'm done. <laughs> That's about it. That's about it. I mean, that was more than enough for the last few days. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, you know, just like we might be just like every other podcast out there right now because CM Punk is like the news of the day. Mm-hmm. But ours is better just because, <laughs> you know, I have a very biased opinion. I think that Dwayne and I have, a, yeah, we wouldn't work at this for a while now trying to make our product better. So, yeah. If you hear of any anything we could do better, and by the way, I also want to give a shout out to somebody uh, who emailed the podcast. It was from a gentleman. As soon as I can find the email, why can I not find the email? Um, actually, no, I'm going to go to my sent mail. <laughs> so, because I actually I sent it to you. Mm-hmm. A, a gentleman named Matt, it's either Beatty or Beatty. Yeah. Yep. He emailed me a few days ago and said, hello, hope you two are okay. I haven't seen a new show posted since April. Is the pot over? And I was like, no. I was like, and I got to think about the April. I was like, that's when we switched from Block Talk Radio to Spreaker. Yep. And so, um, unfortunately, I, uh, he may not have heard about the change. Mm-hmm. Um, but he let me know it's like, hey, you know, I, I, it was really nice to actually hear, you know, from yeah. somebody who, who listens to the show, to let me know, hey, I, I like hearing you guys, and so, um, I sent him the link, the new, because uh, I figured he was using Apple Podcast because it, it, it said message from iOS, which means either a Mac mm-hmm. or, you know, an iPhone. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I sent it to him Apple Podcast and. He said, thank you. Now I have a bunch of shows to catch up on. <laughs> so, uh, so Matt, if you're listening to this, uh, just want to give you a shout out, tell you a hello. And yes. thank you. So, yeah. Hello. Thank you so much for getting a hold of us. And I need to put a message out on, uh, on the socials and say, Hey, if you have not switched over, um, if you have not heard us in a while, it, you might need to update. Just let us know. I will send you whatever platform you're using. Right. Uh, because Apple, I had to update the link. It was a new link. Uh, some of the other ones, it was just a switch over. So it was almost seamless. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately. Yeah. You know, I haven't. So hopefully other people, you know, will let us know that as well. So Matt, uh, thank you so much for the feedback. And he also gave us some other feedback as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, we're going to be looking into what he was telling me. I was like, all right, that's, those are some good ideas. So, uh, but uh, I believe that is everything for today. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, we should so. be back. Should be back Monday. Yep. Um, until then, well, we got footballs on right now. I haven't been keeping up with it, but <laughs> but I'm pretty sure there's a score by now. Uh, well, we'll have to find out. Uh, let's see. NFL tonight. Uh, the Bills are up on the Rams, seventeen to ten right now. 
Sounds about right. <laughs> yep. So uh, they're playing in Los Angeles. So uh, and this is super, the defending Super Bowl champions mm-hmm. uh, Rams. Um, Dwaylon's tweet about tweeting about Funko Pops. So you go check those out at Fat <laughs> underscore Daddy seventy three because you've actually gotten some Funko Pops with mm-hmm. that. Yep. You know, so Dwaylon collects Funko Pops. I collect cubes. By the way, for those of you on YouTube, you can see. For those of you on audio, I'm holding a. Uh, we'll call it Rubik's Cube. I mean, really, it's not a Rubik's brand. This is a 15 by 15 by 15 cube. Wow. Yeah. And yes, I can solve it. It takes, <laughs> it takes me a few hours, but just because mm-hmm. the piece, I, can, I, I cannot turn it super fast because the pieces are very small. Yeah. You no, know, but Dwayne collects the pops. I collect the cubes. Yep. So that's how we roll. And that's how we also be rolling again on Monday. And till then, my friend. God bless. God bless.